is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello and good news. I'm your host, Hannah Cannon-Gator. This is the podcast where I sit down with a comedic guest and I tell them all about the people, places, and current events affecting the world in a positive way. This week, my guest is Charles Mockler, one of my true favorites. Charles is a stand-up comedian here in L.A. He also writes sketches. You can see Charles on Thursday nights hosting the Chatterbox Open Mic. Um, Chatterbox is an awesome comedy club in Covina. He, they also do sketches together. Just look up Chatterbox Comedy. He is going to be in a show at the Kibitz Room coming up in the next couple months. Uh, follow him on Twitter, at Charles Mockler. Definitely worth following. His, his tweets are gems. Um, very excited to have him here. <laughs> And let's see. If you like the podcast, please rate and review and subscribe. That always helps me out. And if you feel like shopping on Amazon, uh, you can also do that by using my Hello and Good News link by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash hello and good news and clicking on the supporter artist button that takes you to Amazon to shop, shop the shops like you normally would and buy your stuff that gets delivered in zero hours and and have a great time on there and then hello and good news gets some little pennies in our pockets and it's nice um okay let's talk about some good news good news good news good news good news good news time we had some freaking real good news. Let's start. Let's start. Let's start. Hi. Hello. Here we are. Hello and good news. Hey. It's, it's me and Charles, your old favorite. <laughs> Three-time guest, Charles Mockler. That's right. Uh, we're here in our shared living space. Yes, we live together. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to talk about some good news. Very excited. Yeah, me too. Haven't been on the show a while. I was on it uh, once and then again. And now, <laughs> crazy, it's my third time. Third Unbelievable. Time. There should time. be a, I should get a belt or something. Yeah. I'll make you one. Make I'll me one. I'll, <laughs> 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 I'll knit it. Knit a belt. Knit belt. I was just in my head thinking, do knitted belts exist? Probably. I'm sure they have to. You know what drives me nuts is those people who knit. Have you ever been like walking uh, and there's a fence and people knit like a cover for the fence pole? Have you seen that? Like have a little hat this? for the top of this? the fence? Yeah. It's like. Uh, no, but I don't like it. I don't either because it makes me upset that somebody has the extra time. And that's what they're choosing and to do with it. <laughs> that's what they're choosing to do with their extra time. Yeah, like a human could use that hat. Right, like you could make it for anyone um, that's or how I do feel about anything else. <laughs> at uh, For people who ski, at a lot of ski places, there's always one tree along the chairlift that has beads. Uh-huh. It's like the bead tree. Yeah. I just think that's kind of stupid too. That one Because usually you have to show breasts to get beads. And this tree doesn't even do anything. You have to show breasts to get beads? I've had lots well, of like beads. Well, like Mardi Gras. No, I've I've gotten tons of beads. 
for just being a good, <laughs> for being a good person. <laughs> I don't think. No, that's I feel true. like they get handed out at parties and stuff all the like New Year's, Valentine's Day, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. I'm just going in chronological order. <laughs> well, I don't like it. They just get uh. So that's more acceptable to me because it's people th- throwing them into the tree as they take the ski lift by. It's not one man, or maybe it is, who like lives in the ski area and goes Why do you and assume it's a man? The tree. Oh, man. Hmm. Good question. Because the term man. Talk about been, starting off on the know. wrong foot. You're man, talking I'm, to a man. For I'm those really, of the listeners that don't know, I am a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really holding up that glass ceiling. I'm not smashing it, am I? No. Um... Yeah, so that uh, it's not just a dude or lady who's decorating it. Um, right. It's actually very gender forward that I would assume a man would spend time with crafts and beads as opposed to stereotyping that it would be a woman. So, smash. <laughs> <laughs> but we just broke the glass ceiling. I hope everyone's cool with that. <laughs> um. Anyway. Let's talk about yeah. Some let's good news. do some productive stuff. <laughs> uh, okay, so well, I guess I was gonna talk about some because uh, the hurricanes have been tearing tearing things apart. Yeah, it's terrible. Shout out to JJ Watt, by the way. Yeah, I talked. To, I highlighted him a little bit last week in that uh, little solo blurb episode I did. Um, Irma was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> i think is crazy is a better sensitive and eloquent way i can say that uh what a crazy crazy hurricane no i know it's still going but at this point it's been downgraded to a tropical storm yeah as opposed to the craziest hurricane that ever lived yeah um but it tore up a lot of the caribbean islands and uh florida seven million homes were without electricity uh yesterday which is pretty crazy. Um, so I was just going to talk about... Oh, one thing I read. So if you want to help with Irma, like the best way to do so is um, uh, if you live far away, donate money. That One thing that I read in one of the articles was like, don't send stuff. Like one of the worst things you can oh. do is send... Like in your mind, you think it's helpful. You're like, yeah, I'm going to send blankets and... Diapers uh, and whatever. Yeah, and... Uh, Diapers, actually, I think diapers is valid. That's like uh, diapers and blood are two things you can send. <laughs> I don't like the sound of those two words together, but uh, <laughs> diapers. As soon as we're done with this, I'm sending blood. <laughs> loose blood. <laughs> so loose mason jar of blood over to Florida. Uh, but diapers, diapers you can send but stuff like um why can't you send other stuff well what happens is because everything is in such a state of array disarray uh, disarray (laughs) (laughs) such a state of (laughs) disarray that uh that people start spending time trying to figure out where to put all this it's like not where you want to be spending your energy basically and a lot of okay it creates like a yeah, it creates an Got extra it. thing where you're like, ah, where do we put all these blankets? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then a lot of it ends up not getting used or misplaced because it's like sent. And then you're like, okay, let's put this over here. And then... But you want to send money, but only to certain... Like, yeah, you got Not to the Red Cross, right? Well, um, I mean, that's I feel like part of that is like a personal preference. They're definitely helping, but I do feel like I personally like 
organizations aside from the Red Cross. Yeah. All Hands Volunteers is one that I uh, highlighted in a Good News uh, episode almost a full year ago at this point. But they, they're my they're my most favorite. Okay, uh, good to know. Because they go, they commit to long term recovery oh cool so they uh immediately went in for hurricane harvey and committed full a full two years of volunteers and people being on the ground helping to rebuild and immediate help response and then long term Mm. which is where where the like that's where people really need help got it everyone and it happens with grief too and any type of loss or natural disaster like everyone rushes in in the beginning and then immediately leaves and then like once things are even not even stable but just like slightly better than complete disaster (laughs) town they just bail yeah they're like okay cool you're good and then these people are left all of a sudden everything you, you got it figured out yeah <laughs> you're like i don't have a home i don't have it like huh okay uh so i really like long-term disaster cool. relief and all hands is a hundred percent of like 100 percent of every penny they get goes towards their disaster relief oh cool not are. like the board of directors or some weird thing like yeah that. it all goes towards funding for uh whatever help is needed and funding for yeah volunteers tools helping the whole if i ever cannot have a job for a little while i want to go volunteer with you could not have a job as long as you want there's just consequences <laughs> to not having yeah. the job <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they are awesome. And then, like, before Hurricane Irma even happened, they already sent people over there to help out. So I like them. And the way I found them, um, like, one of the best ways you can do it is just go, why can't I think of the name? But just the the disaster, um, there's a website where it's just, like, the DAS disaster. <laughs> the Center for International Disaster Information. Got it. Um. So go there and... It's a good name for that thing. <laughs> I know exactly what it does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they always have like a first um, like a first place to donate, but then they also have a list of organizations who are uh, a part of it. Um, if you're near there and you want to volunteer, do that. Otherwise, send blood. <laughs> Please send blood. Send <laughs> all the blood to us and we'll <laughs> pull it all together and send it over. Bags only. Yeah, we'll just mix all those bloods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah blood mixes very well with other we'll be good humans do fine with it any blood is blood good is blood, blood. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i feel like the most important part about giving to a place is just do some research and find well, out making what you connect sure with. making what you connect with and making sure where everything is going going where now, you want it to yeah. i this is this was a weird thing i as a lot of people vehemently disagree with Every single thing Bill O'Reilly talks about mm-hmm, and his terrible mm-hmm. sexual misconduct. He's a monster of a human being, doesn't deserve to have a show. Mm-hmm, Awful mm-hmm, human being. Mm-hmm. But the weirdest that when the Haiti thing happened, when the horrific disaster happened there, he put out a tweet that was like, make sure you know what you're donating to. Yeah. And it was one of those times where I was like, oh, uh, damn it. That, <laughs> like, that man's right. And everyone kind of <laughs> jumped on him for like, well, you should just donate whatever. And he was like, I'm just saying research where it's going. And yeah. then the whole, and then lo and behold, the whole like, like left John thing happened. And it's like, yeah. it is good to research where that stuff is going. Cause like, if you look at a place that has like a giant board of directors, it's like, these people yeah. are getting money somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I, I would just jo- donate to JJ Watt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's raised so much money. <laughs> There's an award every year in the NFL for the most charitable person, and he 
I think has already locked it up. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I bet. It was like $22 million in a, like, a day. <laughs> yeah. And unless, I don't know, I hope someone can beat it, but that's pretty crazy what he did. Yeah. Super crazy. Um, Let's see. What are some other, so yeah, research where, where you want your money to go and help out if you can. Um, here's a, let's see. Oh, there's, um, like a bunch of cruise ships are sending their ships to rescue Hurricane Irma victims in the Caribbean islands. Oh, that's good. Because, uh, a bunch of their... Talk about a weird... Yes. Turnaround vibe-wise. I was thinking that... Do they still treat it as if it's a carnival cruise? <laughs> or is it just like a solemn carnival cruise? Yeah. Um, I think it's mostly the Royal Caribbean line who's doing it. And I, I hope they still have stand-up comics and improvisers on the boats. Me too. Man, <laughs> cruise improv. What the... <laughs> cruise prov? Cruise prov is probably great. I've I know some people who have done been hired to do improv on cruise ships, yeah. and they say it's like the worst thing. Well, because if improv you do... is such a, you really have to like watching improv Agreed. to watch it. And if it's not your jam, it's it can be no uh, pun intended. Not the fun, <laughs> not the the funnest ride for you as a. As well, a and also if you're not sure what to expect, and you're like <laughs> a person sucks. in your sixties on the cruise, you're like what? Yeah. <laughs> Or just any, yeah. One word? <laughs> and then just weird, weird makeup. Like, I just heard that it's a very. Uh, I know. I've known some people who do stand up on cruises and you have to have a clean set and a dirty set. Ah. Uh, and like the dirty set, it's like, it's basically just like saying the word dildo. Right. And then everyone's like, what? <laughs> Anyway, that's really good that the Royal Caribbean's doing that. <laughs> yeah. So what they're doing is, uh, well, basically what happened is, well, because of the hurricane, like a bunch of their cruises, they were like, we we can't, uh, Do we had it. to cancel. Yeah. And so then they decided to send those ships that were freed up over to, um, yeah, to the islands to uh, like help them. And then also pick up people who need to be That's evacuated. Amazing. That's such a good idea. And uh, also, I just realized too. So the first one that went over the Adventure of the Seas ship, uh, all the names are really funny as well. Has a passenger capacity of thirty eight hundred people. Yeah, cruise ships are no joke. <laughs> They're so big. Um, That's like the opposite of what I think it was Delta. It was either Delta or American Airlines who raised flights out of Florida by $4,000. What? Yeah, they price gouged. Oh, uh, that's... Oh, I yeah, I saw some sort of article that was talking about all the people who are being... Like, everybody's price gouged. And JetBlue did the opposite. They capped everything at 100 bucks. That's great. Yeah, shout out to JetBlue. JetBlue is pretty awesome. Um, I also was thinking just how... <laughs> My first instinct would not be to get in a boat after a <laughs> hurricane. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> what were you going to do? Fly? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. The hurricane's in the sky. Sky, though. yeah. Just any any type of. Yeah. Uh, you seem like the type that would stay. I'm good here. <laughs> I will dig a hole into the ground <laughs> and that's where I'll stay. Um, I'd like a nice hole to stay in every now and then. It'd be fun. 
like a hole, like a clubhouse, but like instead of in the tree, it's like a hole. <laughs> My dream when I was little was to like have a, I feel like it was a little house on the prairie or some sort of novel that you read when you're in grade school where they dig, well, and also The Hobbit, but like where houses are dug into the side of a hill. Yeah, that stuff's cool. And that was my that was my dream for a long time. We should a buy a bit. plot of land and dig a big whole house. Yeah. Um so yeah, go way to go cruise. Way to go Yeah, I kinda hate for... cruises for a lot of things I do, but that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like the whole sewage backing up. Anyway. Yeah. It seems like for it seems like it's been mostly royal yeah. Oh, did you say sewage? Sorry, I, w- I didn't listen to that last part of the sentence. Yeah sewage issues yeah yeah the one the one cruise i've been on uh oh, i forget that you've lived a lavish lifestyle before we got together <laughs> <It wasn't> <laughs> lavish my uh my grandparents it was their 60th anniversary and so they uh wanted to take the whole family on like an anniversary trip mm-hmm. um and so we all did like uh i think a week-long cruise and it was, I mean, it was really amazing of them to do this and to like pay for the family. Yeah. And we all got to go and it was amazing. It was really awesome. So I'm not, I'm not, don't want to downplay that at all. But the issue was there was some, there's sewer issues on the <laughs> ship. Which is a common problem on cruise ships. Yeah. And so the whole boat smelled kind of like poop a lot. And then also one of the pools was broken. So there was only one pool and then it, it ended up being like really cloudy the whole time. And after about a day or two on a ship, you kind of freak out. Well, if you're like, well, it's it's too cold to like hang out on the deck. Like, what are you? Um, And I just remember on one of the cloudy days, my mom and I were like standing on the deck, like looking out into the ocean and whatever. I can't remember if we were on Carnival or Royal Caribbean, but whatever one we were on, the other brand was going by us. uh, And it was like at night and they... (laughs) All their pools were working and they had twinkly lights set up all over their boats. And there was like a huge dance party going by and their music, like everyone was having so much fun on that boat. And they just like zoomed by us. That's so awesome. But not zoom because it's a cruise ship. So it was so just like a very slow, like, it's so great on this ship. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, okay. Another cool hurricane. Uh, good news bit. Another really maybe not call the hurricane cool. What a cool, cool hurricane. <laughs> no, a good You're news. like Donald Trump. This is a great thing to happen, you know? It's like, nice. Uh, another good news bit about... Uh, there we go. Come, stemming from hurricane. Um, so this... Uh, sorry, where did I put it? Um, this man, Marcus Luttrell, who... Um, uh his name is marcus yeah sorry okay the way the headline is set up is weird um no it's not marcus luttrell i don't know okay um so this world war ii veteran um his house in texas he is 99 years old as of this moment he served in europe through world war ii and he's a veteran and his his wife passed away three months ago Mm. Um, he bought this home with his wife in 1972 and he didn't have flood insurance because it is never flooded in this area and the hurricane happened and his house is destroyed and like the stuff that's hard to think about with this is it's little stuff like photos, 
letters from people like yeah. keepsakes. So all of that was destroyed, which I cannot imagine. His wife passed away three months ago, and then all of that is gone. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, okay, this is the Mark Luttrell part. Sorry. So uh, a group of volunteers, including a former Navy SEAL, Mark Luttrell, he decided to they started putting putting together a fundraiser because they want to help rebuild his house for his hundredth birthday. Oh my god. That's which is great. really cool. So they let's see, Thursday morning, let me see where it's at right now. They set a goal of seventy five thousand dollars. Now it's at eighty six thousand. Hey. Yeah. That's what's up. And so they're just like going in and repairing what it I think what's cool is like they're gonna repair and restore everything. That's so cool because I have such a floods don't happen where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, like Montana and stuff like that. So I have such a weird thing with like I assume once a house is flooded, it's just destroyed. But I don't. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem to be the case. Like I feel stupid, you know, because I don't know what flood damage. It can really. I mean, it's very. It just. I feel like it depends on the structure. That's nice. Um, that guy's got to have a strong house. I hope they can rebuild everything. Yeah, me too. Well, and just like your home that you're with. Your with, wife. With your wife. I imagine they were married for like 70 years time. or something yeah. like that. And you're 90 and you're about to be 100. That's incredible. That's also just so much to go through in such a quick span of time. Yeah. At any age, uh, let alone 100 years old. Uh, I know the elderly care. I've been reading about how hard it is to figure out, you know, nursing homes and stuff like that. Oh, with the to, hurricanes? Yeah, how to get people out. Yeah. That's got to be very hard. Ugh. Um. Yeah, that would be a pretty delicate. Situation, How many people is the imagine. team? Is it like a big crew or? Um, it does seem like uh, like a group of people. It doesn't give the exact number, but I thought that was cool. Eighty six k is crazy. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So, and I also imagine like there's just stuff like this going on all around. People helping yeah. each other, which is. Uh, That's what's awesome. been such some of the cool stuff. Like, I don't know if we're going to talk about it on this episode or if you're going to last, but the Cajun Navy, I'm obsessed with the <gasps> oh, Cajun Navy. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot to. Yeah, you talk about that a little bit. That stuff is so cool. So the Cajun Navy, are these guys who I think they were originally in New Orleans and like the Baton Rouge area after Katrina happened. And they're just like Cajun dudes who have big fan boats. And some of them have military experience and some of them are just good old boys who like to fish and stuff like that and know how to navigate the waters and everything who just drive around and rescue people. They just go by themselves. They have to have like targets, you know, so they're not just going in the blind waters, but they go and they just pick people up and pick them. And they're just normal people who happen to have fan boats and experience. And like they drove from Louisiana over to Houston. It's the coolest thing in the world. I think it's just also a great name. Uh, I think yeah. Cajun Navy is like yeah. the best thing in the world. But like, there was some picture of like this little old lady on the back of a jet ski. Yeah. Like this one guy had a jet ski and was like going around picking people up and like jet skiing people out. And you just see these people on the boats and they just look so relieved. Like it's still such a weird, horrifying experience. But like just some country dude who yeah. like knows how to use a fan boat. I think it's such a nice. People helping people. You know? I know. I love that. I was talking about that a little bit. Last week, there was this dude, Harvey Flynn, I think was his name, and he has a hovercraft, and he came down from, uh, I think, Illinois. He like came all the way down and, uh, yeah, was just like picking people up with his hovercraft 
all over the place. And just like the different stories of people. Being Hovercraft is intense. Yeah. That's like, that's even crazier than like a fan boat. <laughs> well, and there's like all these stories of, yeah, people like him rescuing a bunch of people. And yeah, it's awesome. So I really like that people are using their own resources and really helping each other and staying yeah, and helping like where guarding, they can. Yeah. Um, Cause if you have like, they're, they're so shorthanded. Yeah. Not through any fault of anybody's. It's just, they need so much help. Yeah. I wish I had a giant boat to take down there. <laughs> Me all too. I have is this well, blood that I can send. <laughs> just all we have is this mason jar of blood that we have in our kitchen. <laughs> it's very warm. <laughs> see what else uh oh um so in the uk they just pledged and have started there's eight hundred thousand low-income homes that are going to be getting free solar panels over in the, the UK? next five years yeah it's a lot of that's a lot of solar panels yeah also the, the sun doesn't come out too much in the uk <laughs> but i guess that's a good thing <laughs> i don't think that ma- I th- even when it's cloudy you're still getting uh yeah if you're getting them for free that's great solar power. i don't mean to poo-poo this amazing humanitarian <laughs> idea but <laughs> um yeah it's the biggest uh green energy plan so far um and uh it started the i guess there's this netherlands based company called solarplicity um and they um, or this Netherlands-based company, Moss Capital, which is like a part of a big bank, just invested $160 million into this company called Solarplicity. Got it. Um, so Always got to know where the money flows. Yeah. <laughs> so they're providing 100,000 homes with free solar panels over the next 18 months, and it's going to reach 800,000 within five years. That's so awesome because the biggest thing with solar panels is that initial cost is what turns a lot of people off. Yeah, like, well, uh, prior to, I get so excited every one of these articles I read and I bring it up a lot, but I feel like it's finally becoming accessible to regular, regular ass people. Yeah. yeah, not people who live in Palm Springs, like some insane thing like that. Yeah, like, I feel like green, being green used to be like you had to be rich. And it was yeah. kind of, and that's like, and also I feel like that's still kind of true. It is, it is, it is. But um, it's like slowly changing. That's I feel good. like there was also a stigma a little bit of like being green, you would kind of associate with like yuppie people. Absolutely. And so then that's not a positive image. It's, yeah. you're not like showing well it's like how eating healthy is a very hard to do if you don't make a lot of money yeah and b has such a stigma of being a dickhead right like... yeah <laughs> so it's not a positive image to put with saving the planet yeah <laughs> um i want to save the planet but i don't want to be a dick <laughs> yeah so that's a good that's a good little tidbit that's so many homes also for the uk it's not the most populated place, so eight hundred thousand is covering like a pretty big yeah, a chunk lot. of homes. I hope it's all in Wales. <laughs> I hope it's like <laughs> Oh, that'd be so funny. Just a bunch of Welsh people trying to talk about so that seems funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, let's see. California what? needs to get on that free solar panel sitch. Yeah. I mean we do do pretty well in terms of there it's it does happen in america too there was a story i did a couple months ago but i can't remember which state it was free solar panels but if you just did like if you just have a 
boring old apartment building that doesn't have roof accessibility. Just yeah. make the roof solar panels. Yeah. No one's going to see it. Yeah. We are ahead of the game in terms of renewable energy in general. Well, we are the greatest state in the union, so. We, yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm fully for California becoming its own deal. It's a deal as in country? Yes. I don't know if I am. The logistics seem too difficult. What's our currency? What do we do for the army? Yeah, but we already have, we're already like pretty self-sustainable. So I feel like. No, I know that, but like. Do we still use the U.S. dollar? <laughs> Are technically U.S. troops stationed in our country? Yeah. I don't know. This is a different subject for a different podcast. I'm just saying I really Let's like talk this secession. state. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's another good thing about California. One day I just... I listen to this podcast and I hear you record it a lot. And one day I just hope you slip in a horrific news story one time. I hope one time. Like, here's another thing. Five a kill. man <laughs> beheaded his family yesterday. And it's just like, what? Uh, another good thing about California. Um, Los Angeles just officially renounced uh, Columbus Day. Oh, yeah. That was tight. Uh-huh. Columbus is a... This was like a week ago, but I didn't do... A lot of news last week so this is i know i saw the pictures from the courthouse and everything it looked intense yeah um some people were a lot very unhappy about it who's still unhappy about italian americans oh that makes sense yeah i didn't even think about that but there's i only learned that because i recently watched the sopranos all the way through and there's a very good episode about that oh yeah Shout out Sopranos. <laughs> I think even the ad that I recorded on here for HBO is still about Sopranos. <laughs> well, we if you haven't it. seen it. Uh, by the way, we did we watched the final episode. Yeah, it's great. Tweet tweet at me if you want to share your opinions. Don't tweet at me because everyone's opinion. If you don't think it's a great episode, you're a moron. Um, <laughs> now that Columbus Day thing is great. And I think other s- states are going to follow suit. Yeah, it's now National Indigenous Peoples Day. Actually, so we are what not... What a great F you to Columbus. Yeah, uh, we are not the first state to do it also. It's already been done by... Or city, sorry. It's city specific. Mm. So LA I is... apologize for sounding ignorant two sentences ago. <laughs> uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Seattle, Washington, Phoenix, Portland. Phoenix? Yeah. Arizona sucks. So I'm I surprised know. that like, politically Arizona is very bad. Um I'm surprised I did that. Um, Phoenix also sucks as a city. Sorry if you live there. It seems hard. I'm not. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. And yeah, in Portland. So. Only. Oh, it was on originally adopted by Berkeley, of course. Um. That just checks out to me. Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a very small step. Uh, in apologizing and making amends is what Councilman Mike Bonin said. Bonin? That's a pretty tactful response. Yeah. So, uh, And there yeah. couldn't have been that much resistance because I didn't see a lot of... Yeah, the LA Times article I read, it went on for like a little while. I guess it did take some time. Some doing. Yeah, but... Um, also, demographically, how large of the population is Italian Americans in Los Angeles? Um, I don't, I, I don't know. This it's is why I wish you had an assistant for this podcast so I could demand yeah stats. 
Meg, <laughs> find out. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess also what the Italian-Americans were pushing for is to hold the Indigenous People's Day on a different day. Um, keep Columbus Day. Or, yeah. Hmm. Um, but... That opens up a whole can of worms. Yeah, but I think it's just straight up been replaced. Um, Most holidays should probably be replaced. Thanksgiving should be, well... Thanksgiving probably shouldn't exist. I like the idea behind it in terms of, like, family and coming together and giving thanks, but the whole original... You like everything behind it except for except what the ori- actually what it is. the whole, <laughs> like, like yeah. part of it is. Yes. Well, yeah, that's the thing, I think, with holidays is a lot of people are like, I just love the tradition of being with my family. And it's like, we can still do that around that time. Yeah. Because I never... I think even growing up, except for school, we never mentioned the pilgrims or anything. Like, my family wasn't like, Go now, just like the pilgrims, <laughs> pilgrims. we're going to eat this turkey. Yeah, like, no, same. Well, I, I Halloween, mean, I, the also idea, a trash holiday. I yeah, I have mixed feelings about Halloween. Uh, Thanksgiving, in the name, I feel like you're just giving thanks for everything. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. It's not like Pilgrims Day. Yeah, but the weird <laughs> thing is, is that there probably are people who like dress up as pilgrims. Yeah, probably I mean, nor- school. If I had actually, to guess, the, it's they, in the Northeast. I feel like, uh, old, like sometimes schools, you would do that too, dress up as pilgrims and yeah. Um, yeah, back in the true. day, I feel like that made. But I think it's weirder if it's like a family of eight dressing up as pilgrims just at their house. I think that happens a lot. <laughs> it has to happen. Yeah, that is weird, and uh, <laughs> not my Thanksgiving. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving though. I love I make a really good turkey. Um I refer to Thanksgiving as Charles's prom. It is my prom. <laughs> I went to Every prom year. twice, but this is much more <laughs> enjoyable than prom. This is uh Charles starts making plans for Thanksgiving um usually <laughs> in March. <laughs> my friend my best friend Will and I have already discussed the sides of what we're gonna do this year. Yeah. We're very excited for it. <laughs> Some of you listening might even be there. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's his most favorite. Holiday. My friends always want to do Cornish game hens for everyone, but that's uh, that's insane. So we just do <laughs> one delicious turkey every year. Yeah, and we have sleepovers, and it's very fun. Thanksgiving's great. I want to keep it, but not support the. I don't support the pilgrims. I'm no. glad I'm I'm give thanks. Glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not like, let's go pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, last bit, and this is my favorite thing. I feel like this story proves that reincarnation exists. <laughs> to me, it does. Okay, anyway. doesn't. It, okay, <laughs> sell me on this. <laughs> okay, there's this little dog. <laughs> so far, I'm out. <laughs> no, well, because you know when you have we had this discussion like a week ago, like we were hanging out with little dude, our cat, and I feel like I was like, do you think reincarnation exists? Like that animals are people uh, or have been at some point. And I said that I do agree. However, I don't think karma is involved at all. So I think you could live your whole life as a good person and then come back as like, I don't know, the lethal injection they put in inmates. Like some really weird. Like every time you live a different life. Yes. Yes. I I believe that too. is 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 it the Hindu belief that you 
the the caste system where each life if you do a good job you become you move That's up the in idea, society yeah but if you're in that untouchable caste your life is not done. yeah um, i know so yeah I, I don't believe in that but i believe in maybe coming back that we've all lived different lives before mm. one of mine was on the titanic i feel like i've probably talked about this but anyway this i think you and every white woman who's alive probably okay well i have reoccurring (laughs) dreams about it i know exactly (laughs) what happened (laughs) um so this dog it's this little dog and he rescues earthworms like how little kids do he picks them off off the pavement and brings them back to the grass when it's hot outside man i've never wanted to be a dog psychologist but i want to get in this thing's brain and why is he such a freak (laughs) (laughs) it's the cutest thing I've ever seen and I can't understand it. Like, how does a dog know to rescue a worm? How does a dog know that the worm will die if it sits on the pavement and that its home what is in the grass? What kind of dog is it? Look, it's this little guy. Well, that, I mean, for those of you who can't see the computer. It's like a little... Um, it's not a little dog. It's probably like a 40-pound dog. It's littler. Yeah, for it's like a small to medium. It's a uh, German Shepherd border, border Collie mix. So it is hella smart, based on those two breeds. Border yeah. Collies are the smartest dogs. Um, um, what a I, weird animal corner. I think it's the craziest, coolest one I've found yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch the let's play the video. Uh, yeah, so it just like picks them up and then brings them back to the grass and sets them down. A worm. And he does it without killing them. And he just... He does it all In the time. In this video, it looks like the dog behind it walked up and just ate the worm that <laughs> put down. <laughs> yeah, the dog doesn't know what's going on. I mean, the, I feel like this is like what little kids do. This is what I used to do when I was little. I would freak out about the worms and try and save them. Oh my God, it's like really, it gets really psyched up. And yeah, like sprints it finds, towards the worms. turns the worm and then picks it up off the pavement and brings it. That is so weird. Isn't that crazy? Reincarnation is real. But what? how does this go with reincarnation like because you think how the, would dog this dog, the worm? no this dog was a human before oh you know i thought the dog was a worm before or or that <laughs> that makes more sense <laughs> no a dog. it's like a very human uh, it's a real but if it was a worm it would know that they need to die that's or that true. it would die not that's need true. to die i'm not anti-worm um but that worms don't know about getting picked up and brought like the idea of picking it up and bringing it somewhere else is very human like it's what it's what humans actually like t- little kids do this all the time isn't oh, that crazy that's so nuts like how does all the... my dogs just like eat their own poop and then die um, <laughs> well and i was talking with i think it was noah we he and i were talking about like emotional intelligence and in animals that sounds like a noah finley conversation um and we were talking about is it learned or are they born with it is it domestication if humans, if a human was born alone in the woods and never had anything to raise it, raise it, would you have emotional emotional intelligence? Do you think, or would you just be like an animal? Well, I mean, emotional intelligence is learned. Yeah, right? like like if you have a if you rescue a dog that used to be part of dog fighting, it can learn to love again. Exactly. So I yeah. think, I mean, when you're you have to kind of learn that stuff when you're young, and you still learn it when you're older. But I think if if I was just born in the woods. Just the idea of humans and the amount of depth of emotions that we have in the whole spectrum of them. And then that I'd animals argue that animals also. have the exact same spectrum. Do you think squirrels do? Yeah. Do you think they feel love and sadness and like 
all the same range of emotions that this humans do. This is going to sound do. really depressing, but I think it's easier to feel sadness than love. So I think animals probably feel sadness as I much as I think sadness comes from love. Okay. I think sadness comes from really caring about something and feeling disappointed. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I think like squirrels probably feel sad like when their kids die if they don't have enough acorns for them. Uh-huh. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> One time I used to work on a ranch and I was in a big hay barn and which is a barn where they put hay and i saw this little owl like a baby owl fall from the top one of the stacks and hit the ground and like die and then i saw two more baby owls fall down and hit the ground and die oh my god and then the mom like flew because the mom was hurt and the mom flew down and like was all hurt and just like laid next to him and then the mom died this is making I never me realized how sad that story was. I apologize. This is making me actually cry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just teared up. That makes me so sad. So yes, based on that experience, I think animals. Feel I just started sad. actually crying. <laughs> I didn't mean to make anyone cry on the goodness um, podcast. Well, the dog is good news. <laughs> Re- I mean, check the article out. It's okay, so the, crazy. the owners have filmed kind of an absurd amount of footage of the dog. I would, worms. if my I dog did this. over the, the first one. Okay, but if my dog did this, I would never stop filming it. I would film <laughs> it every time it did it. It's too crazy. It's doing point, it at nighttime right now. At what point do you think the dog is doing it for the camera and not for the worms? Also, another point that it was a reincarnated human. Because humans are Cause camera whores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe in reincarnation. I'm probably going to come back as, I don't know piece of gravel or something oh what <laughs> gravel serves purpose i'm gonna come back as a rainbow <laughs> uh well i think that's the that's my good news that's so, all the good news yeah i'm trying to keep it a little shorter and sweeter now so people can listen easier yeah that's a good call i'm gonna keep the end you know the energy up the whole the whole time up 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 up, up. Um, so uh, if you're, if you ever feel sad that these are starting to get just slightly shorter, even on the weeks I really try to, they usually don't, um, email Hannah in all capital letters, bring back more stories, keep the podcast at an hour and 40 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Make it a movie with no clear through point. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm trying to keep them all under an hour. Uh, uh, now, so which was I, the goal in the beginning, and then I strayed far from that. And but. I get to do some good news now, right? Yeah. Now you're now it's your turn to talk about. Mine's kind of compact. Uh, this is a pretty short one. The good news I heard is so I'm from Montana originally, and there are there's like I think one million acres burning right now in forest fires. Yes. Pretty incredible. Uh, it has the one fire. I was there this past week. One fire on Friday was 50,000 acres and on Saturday it was 100,000 acres. So things were things were getting super crazy. The smoke was so bad that my little nephews couldn't go outside for recess. Like they weren't allowed to be outside. You can't. It's such a weird smoke prison to be in because I was there for Labor Day and everyone just stayed inside. I tried to skateboard such a outside. Nightmare for it's, teachers. Yeah. The teachers released a very funny email that was like, please have your children bring something to do for recess because <laughs> <laughs> I can't entertain them. Um, but I was talking to my mom and I guess it finally is starting to clear up a little bit and they might actually get snow this week. That's crazy. So my good news was I was just happy that my nephews can be outside and my sister, who is a very avid and incredible runner, can go for runs and like dogs can get outside and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
also kind of a weird thing that during horrific forest fires, it's going to snow. Um, anyway, that's a, another yeah. global warming discussion for a different time. But it just makes me happy because there's so many firefighters who work so hard. And there's Montana also was granted money from FEMA mm. in July. And due to the current administration's um, difficulties with bureaucracy and, you know, <coughs> appointing people where they should work, they have gotten zero dollars. Oh, my gosh. From FEMA. They've gotten no money. The money was supposed to run out last Friday. I didn't know this. Um, yeah. It was supposed to run out last Friday, but it's one of those things where the state was like, okay, well, we ran out of money, but we're not going to stop fighting the forest fires. Right. We have to. We have to. And the forest fires do happen every year, but they're never. This is, I mean, in the last 17 crazy. years, this is as bad as it's been. It's smoky all the way down in Wyoming. Like yeah. Really bad smoke. That's how far the smoke is. So the good news I have is that just it's hopefully clearing up soon and my mom can be outside and stuff like that. So. Yeah. What a crazy kind of cabin fever because it's nice outside. But well, you that's can't the thing. Go. It's 80 and, you know, it's 90 degrees outside. And my sister lives in a neighborhood that's mostly kids. They're right by a school and there's no one outside. Yeah. Also, one of the years I was living there, the smoke was so bad that if you were outside, the police could give you a ticket, Oh my gosh. <laughs> which I think is such a funny, <laughs> very depressing, but funny. Yeah. Um, it also, yeah, it's such a weird haze vibe, like, yeah. cause even at night it doesn't really go away. Yeah. And so you're just kind of out in the smoke, but that's my good news is that the smoke is kind of clearing up and I hope the same for you know canada's going through insane fire it's so smoking seattle because all the fires from vancouver and stuff like that um, yeah but i just yeah, hope they clear up soon right and there was a horrific fire here the biggest one in la county um yeah and that cleared up pretty quick so the good news is that it seems like the fires are getting a little bit better yeah hopefully in a couple weeks all the natural disasters will take a chill pill probably not <laughs> but we can hope yeah um, but yeah, that's my kind of lame short good news. I don't story. think it's lame. Your family lives in a place being affected by fires. Yeah. Um, okay, well. <laughs> Hannah just laid down. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, uh, is that all the good news? I think that's our good news for this week. Thank you for having me on the pod. Thanks for being here. I will see you around our shared living space, as you put it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, I love you. Good news later. <laughs> Are you saying that to me? Yes. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>